0: Everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. My name's Tom Butterfield, and I just wanted to start by saying a big thank you to all of you who've supported the show since episode one and to those new listeners who have joined us along the way as well, who continue to grow our reach around the world. 29 countries now, which seems crazy to me. But please remember, I'm here to serve every single one of you, and help in any way I can on our journey together. But I'd like to say a special thank you for two reviews that have come in over the last couple of months, one from Morv S and from Nico G. Thank you to you both. They're fantastic reviews, really, really kind words, and it means a lot that you've taken the time and effort to support the show. So thank you very much. But uh, yeah. Let's, let's get on with the episode now we have done with the thank yous. Now, just imagine we're on a night out. Everyone's having fun and good conversations flowing when all of a sudden the doorbell rings, the door flies open and a human hurricane <laughs> enters the building. And straight away, first thing they do is they make a comment about the way someone is dressed. No hellos, no warming up period to get to... F- the feel of the room, they just walk straight in there with a snide remark. The atmosphere changes immediately. Everyone becomes that little bit more guarded and the conversation dries up as this new arrival dictates their own will on proceedings, if you like. And of course, this includes telling everyone about their fantastic holiday that they've just been on and how they're the only person at work who knows what they're doing. Everyone else is rubbish. And if somebody says that they've been to Tenerife You can bet that they've been to 11 a (laughs) reef. You know, the sort of person Uh, always looking for the one up on everyone else. Then there's someone else with a different type of behavior, almost the complete opposite. The person says yes to everything and everyone. They can't bring themselves to say no or disagree as they're worried that they'll appear rude or people think they're selfish and be thought of in a negative light. So they carry on trying to please everybody, while in truth, making themselves a little bit miserable in the process. Now, whenever we meet people like this, we can hit the insecurity alarm. These types of behavior, criticizing others, constantly seeking validation, and chronic people-pleasing are massive red flags that this person in reality maybe doesn't think of much of themselves as they should. Often they're scared that if they don't either stamp their authority on the room straight away or try and be everyone's friend, that their shortcomings will be exposed and they'll be shunned from the group. So the behaviours to keep an eye out for in yourself and others are, number one, people-pleasing, saying yes and agreeing to everything and everyone despite secretly resenting having to help out and do the things you've said you're happy to do. Number two is criticizing others. Because criticizing others is often a reflection of how you actually feel about yourself. And number three is constantly seeking validation. Now asking someone, oh, I was going to do this, but do you think it's a good idea? Or should I do that? Not having the confidence to take the leap yourself. But do these behaviors make us bad people? Well, no, of course not, because we are not our behavior. Now, let me just back up and we'll, we'll unpack that a little bit. Just because we behave in a certain way, in a certain situation, at a certain time, in the company of certain people, it doesn't mean that we are. That behavior. We're a person who happened to behave in that way in that moment, and we may behave very differently to the same situation at a different time when in different company. So, what I'm saying is that our behavior can change, it's fluid and changes depending on many, many different factors. You now, how we behave at home might be very different to how we behave in different social situations. And social situations can differ massively too, can't they? You know, meeting up with four of your best friends can lead to very different behaviors compared to going to an event that's filled with people you've never met before. So let's try a little exercise, shall we? Have a bit of fun with this. I want you to take a moment to think about the perfect situation for you. And it's going to be different for everyone. So there's no right, there's no wrong. There's just the type of situation that you enjoy the most. A perfect night out for you, or perhaps it's a night in for you. It could be going out with a group of friends. Maybe you're canoeing down a river. Maybe you're sitting at home reading a great book or going out for a day uh, to the football. But whatever it is, I want you to really imagine that you're there right now. And connect with those feelings that you get when you're in that situation. What is it that you feel? And I want you to write that down if you can. Write it down and be as detailed as you can. Now take a minute to reflect on why you feel that way. Why do you think you get those feelings? Then we're going to do the flip side. I want you to think of your nightmare situation, your nightmare social situation, those in which you feel least comfortable. And again, I want you to write down how it makes you feel. And when you're ready, reflect on why you feel that way. And I'm wanting honesty here. Now, we've got to be honest. So I'll share first. Okay. There was a time going back into my 20s when I felt really uncomfortable being out in a group of, a big group of of guys, basically, sort of male company. A stag do would have been my worst case scenario because I don't like drinking really at all, certainly not to excess. I'm pretty respectful. I'm quite quiet of how I act out in public, in front of other people, uh, women and children especially, and I don't feel the need to do anything stupid in order to please others. (laughs) On reflection, I felt this made me, in air quotes, less male than the others in the group. Therefore, I'd often shy away from situations like this in order to protect myself. And this feeling is commonly known as, any guesses? An insecurity, and we all have them on some level. So how did I go about trying to improve it? Well, there's three steps that I found really useful. Step one was becoming aware, so awareness, but not of the insecurity. We're going to go in a very different direction here than you might expect. I want you to take a few minutes to think about your personal abilities and qualities as a person. What do you bring to the table? And the only rule here is that it can't be anything physical sort of appearance related. It has to be from within you. Okay, so that was the first step for me was to think about my abilities and my qualities as a person from inside. Number two is to write them down. Pull these abilities and qualities out of your head and write them down on a piece of paper. This makes them real. It's no longer just whizzing around in your head. It's now fact because it's on paper. And then step three is to take action. Make it real. Prove to yourself that you're right, that you do have the ability to listen, uh, that you are loyal to those that you care about. But these are your values. These abilities and qualities are your values, your non-negotiable morals that form the foundation of you and your life. So these 3 simple but powerful steps helped me to reduce insecurities by shining a light on my what I saw as my inner abilities and qualities and how those abilities and qualities affected those I cared about and how they would help me to achieve the goals and aspirations that I would set myself throughout my life. It helped me to stop listening to the external noise of what being a man was supposed to be. (laughs) And it helped me become more secure in myself. And as a result, I feel happier and more comfortable in all situations. Now, I'm not saying that I don't have insecurities. I do. And I think we all do on some level, like I said earlier. And I'm always on the lookout so that I can become aware of them in order to sort of do the work, if you like, and reduce the risk of them having a limiting effect on my life. So in summary, we are not our behavior. The way we behave is often driven by the way we feel. The way we feel is affected by how secure we feel in ourselves as a person. Not physically, but internally, you know, our soul, you could say and if we find ourselves being triggered by certain situations or certain people then we should make the time to get more in touch with our abilities and qualities by you remember number 1 become aware of our abilities and qualities number 2 is to write them down and probably stick them up somewhere where you can see them and where other people can see them and number 3 take action every day to reinforce them. Because after all, we are what we do consistently. But thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show. Share this with someone you care about, and please leave a review if you feel that this has helped you make some progress or shone a light on something that you feel can help you progress through your journey. You can check out our YouTube channel and you can email us at info at if you've got any questions or it'd be great to get some ideas about future content as well. Is there anything that you would like us to cover? Anything you'd like us to talk about? Anyone that you'd like us to try and interview? You know, We're here to serve you, remember. But take care and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye now.